where do you need to give yourself permission or what do you need to give yourself permission to stop rehearsing? Again, the little mantras, the quotes, the affirmations, the whatever it is. Because if you're honest, it's not serving you. And it's preventing you from being wealthy to the fullest potential possible. You're listening to the Redefining Wealth Podcast with Patrice Washington. This is the community that believes that wealth is so much more than just money and material possessions. We believe in the original 12th century definition, which says it's about the condition of well-being. So even though I'm known in media as a finance expert, I do live by the mantra, chase purpose, not money. And that's what I teach the OG listeners and purpose chasers here at Redefining Wealth every single week. So if you're brand new here, welcome to this space. You have joined us at an amazing time because this is going to kick off a series of solo episodes. So at the beginning of this season, I shared that I definitely wanted to do more solo episodes because I'm just in a season of wanting to share my heart, share my process for processing all the transitions that I've been through in life and you know, just really share those solo insights that I really believe have such a major impact on the audience because you guys always tell me that you love the solos. So super excited to get into today's topic, which is permission to be wealthy. Now, before I do, I have to give a shout out to my girl, Rachel Luna. I just spoke at her event, Confidence Activated, down in Orlando, and it was in honor of her new book, well, her podcast is called Permission to Offend, but her brand new book, which hit stores in February, went on sale for pre-orders at the event. It's called Permission to Offend, and I'm going to make sure that I link in the bio because purpose and giving permission to offend are so tightly linked, right? In order to truly live your life's purpose, you are probably going to have to offend some folks who think that you should be doing something else. Mm -hmm, they do. And so my role at the event was to talk about what it looked like um, to give yourself permission to be wealthy. And I am so excited. I had a download that I should actually share that with you. So I'm going to give you high level what the takeaways were for the audience at Confidence Activated. Um, so before I do that, I will dive into this week's affirmation. You know, you got to speak positivity into your life, into your day. You got to affirm positivity. You got to affirm abundance. You got to affirm yourself to wealth. This week's affirmation is, I give myself permission to be wealthy. I authorize abundance to flow into my life in every area of my life. Because I recognize that wealth is not just about money, I examine my fit, people, space, faith, and work pillars and note where I no longer feel well or in alignment. 
I take radical action when I find deficiencies or inconsistencies, and I accept that no one else can give me permission to act but me. My permission is not based on the opinions of others. My validation comes from my creator and from within, so I am careful not to confuse that with unsupportive indoctrination. I give myself permission to be wealthy. Okay, let's get started. I am so excited to dive into this idea of permission to be wealthy. And what I shared at Confidence Activated is that I realize more and more that we are just never done with this journey of evolving, right? It doesn't matter how well you think you're doing in one of the pillars, life is gonna throw something at you that is going to continue to make you hopefully ask questions of yourself and then be radically honest about it. And what I find is that oftentimes we're not willing to ask ourselves those hard questions. Like here on the podcast, especially when I do solo episodes, I always try to give you things to consider. I try to leave you with questions to ask yourself. And my hope and prayer is that you're being honest about your answers. A lot of times we're not honest about the answers because we know that being honest is gonna force us to do something. And what we're really afraid of is what we will have to do once we acknowledge the truth. And so for many of us, it is quite possible to go days, weeks, months, years, decades, going in circles and repeating cycles simply because we won't give ourselves permission to tell the truth about where we are and how far away that is from what we actually desire. And I'm telling you firsthand, it is hard because you don't wanna see it. You don't wanna accept it. We don't always wanna acknowledge that the things that we prayed for and stuff that we dreamed about is not quite panning out the way that we thought it would or should. And so now we have to do something different, but no one can give us permission except ourselves, right? And so one of the things that I shared at the top of my talk was that you can have access to money and still not necessarily be giving yourself permission to be wealthy right, especially because of how we see wealth here in this community. You can have access to money, you can have access to resources, and it is still very possible for you to not be operating in the space of allowing yourself to make certain decisions, to go certain places, to be in community with certain people because of a lot of other things. And so we make choices that allow us to sabotage the very success we say we desire. And the problem is some of us are not even being honest, right, about what we desire. So then of course it's gonna be compromised over and over again. So I wanna share with you what I believe are three things that we can do to give ourselves permission to be wealthy. And again, we mean being well in every area of our lives. 
Here's the first one. In order to give ourselves permission to be wealthy, we're going to have to give ourselves permission to stop rehearsing unsupportive programming. Many of us are on autopilot. We are literally living our lives in a way that is so not <laughs> in alignment with what we actually desire and what we say we want. And maybe because we don't say it publicly, we just secretly desire it deep in our belly. But because of unsupportive programming, we are in the mode of going with the flow. We don't want to rock the boat. We don't want to disrupt anything. We don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. We don't want people to say we have all of these things going on. And the truth is a lot of it is rooted in programming that literally doesn't serve us. We live our lives by the stories that other people tell and that other people have told for so long. We just are accepting it. We're settling for it. We're basing our lives on it. We're pursuing or not pursuing things based on it. And we're allowing unsupported programming to literally deny us of the desires of our heart. And I think this is so dangerous because there is a sermon that I heard many, many years ago where the pastor said, that the desires of our heart were given to us by God. And I think it's so interesting that God could plant these desires of our heart and then we can allow unsupportive programming. And at one place where we get this is for many of us, religious indoctrination and the very desire that God planted in our hearts, we allow religion, or, you know, culture, or just any environment where we find ourselves to completely dismiss the desire that the God who created us put in our hearts. I truly believe that none of us just like what we like just because. That's why we all have these, you know, a myriad of things that we're interested in. And some of us just gravitate to certain things much more than others. There's a reason that I could absolutely love something and you might disdain it. Like we're all born so uniquely different. Even if we have similar interests, we're so different. And the things that light you up may not necessarily light up the next person. And the desires that are in your heart, you could grow up with a, a identical twin and they have completely different desires. If we believe that those desires are put in our hearts by the God that created us, what is it with all the unsupportive programming that we allow to diminish and dismiss and deny the very things that are in our heart? I believe that if we're gonna give ourselves permission to be wealthy, we have to give ourselves permission to stop rehearsing this unsupportive programming. That means all the things that you heard growing up, whether it be about money, you know, so the often misquoted scripture, money is the root of all evil. So if you believe that, 
then of course you're going to struggle with your finances because every time you get money in your hands, you're going to find a way to release it because you don't want to be evil, right? Or it could be something about therapy. Well, therapy is for crazy people. Now here you are, you know that something's not quite right. You're not feeling your best. There's something going on. You may need to go talk to someone. You may need help processing whatever life is handing you. And because of unsupportive programming, you are resisting going to get the help that you need. How does that serve you? And meanwhile, in the meantime, in between time, your finances are suffering, your relationships are suffering, your workplace environment is suffering because you are not able to show up as the best possible version of yourself, all because some unsupportive programming years ago said, well, that's not for black people. Black people don't go to therapy. Men don't go to therapy. You don't put people in your business. How does that support you? How does that support you? You hear us talk about this all the time on this podcast. Wealth will only grow to the extent you're willing to heal. And some of us have to heal the nonsense that we grew up hearing. And we have to accept that it's nonsense. We have to accept when what may have kept us safe at one point is actually the thing that is hindering us at this point. We have to accept when the quotes and the cliches and the mantras and the affirmations of our past are literally stifling us in our present. Because we have a right to affirm something new over our lives. We have the right to create new programming. Everything is a story. Everything is a story. We get to tell a story about any experience that we have. But we get to choose, are we gonna tell a story that empowers us or a story that disempowers us? And one of the things that I shared very transparently at the event is that there was a mantra and you guys heard me say it on this podcast. And so I'm going to be very vulnerable and just tell the truth right now. There is a mantra that my ex-husband and I used to say from the time we were dating. And it was no plan B. No plan B. No matter what, we're going to the tape. No plan B. And I had to come to grips with in the last year and a half or so that that was unsupportive programming that I was rehearsing and rehearsing and rehearsing even while suffering. So because I had said no plan B for so long, I couldn't dream a new dream. I couldn't release myself from something that just no longer supported me. And maybe not even no longer supported me hadn't supported me, but I, I couldn't allow myself to be radically honest and see it because unsupportive programming and indoctrination for so long had said, well, 
when you get married, there's no getting out. <laughs> this is a gang. We in it. Gang, gang. We are in it. Right? Like, and I believed it and I wanted to believe it and I wanted to live it and I wanted to hold on to that so dearly and so desperately, but it did not serve me. No plan B never benefited me. And that was unsupportive programming that I had to give myself permission to stop rehearsing because it was overshadowing very obvious things that I needed to be honest about and look at. So I wanna invite you to consider where do you need to give yourself permission or what do you need to give yourself permission to stop rehearsing? Again, the little mantras, the quotes, the affirmations, the whatever it is. Because if you're honest, it's not serving you. And it's preventing you from being wealthy to the fullest potential possible. Because remember, the more clear we get and the more well we become every quarter, every year, because we're always evolving and we're always being exposed to new things. So I just want to be clear, this is not a one and done thing. This is a continuous loop of how am I living my life? Is this actually in alignment? Does this actually serve me in this season, right? So when we keep looking at it and keep looking at it and keep assessing and reassessing, simply are we are we being honest and are we recognizing something that may have kept us safe in one season but no longer does i have a confession to make my relationship with looking good is so complicated i don't know if you're anything like me but i like high quality clothes i just don't like going shopping and i definitely don't always want to pay high quality prices if you know what i'm saying plus i don't always want to wear the same stuff over and over again so i was super excited when i found out about the clothing rental membership armoire because they are making getting dressed stylish but super easy when i signed up i took a five minute style quiz and based on my preferences they offered suggestions that would best match my lifestyle i'm filming in a few weeks and I literally just got the cutest blazers delivered to my door in as little as two days. And when I'm ready for new clothes, I can just swap them out for more new to me styles. So whether you're planning your outfit for a date night, packing for a conference, or in need of a gown for some black tie event, you will be the best dressed person in the room and you won't have to feel bad for only wearing something once. Now, what I also love is that Armoire is woman-founded and women-led. They even spotlight women-owned designers on their website, so I know I'm wearing brands that are aligned with my values. I love that I can support a business that's built by women like me. If you're ready to have your dream closet delivered to your door, you might want to try Armoire. I promise you will never be without the perfect outfit for any occasion ever again. And right now, Redefining Wealth listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash wealth. That is armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash wealth to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try armoire today. Say goodbye 
to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And I, I just want to go back to the wait less season, which is the episode that we opened this season with. The Weightless Season was the podcast episode. And if you remember, I talked about monitoring your expectations. And so in monitoring your expectations, the point there was, what do you say about you? Not what conventional wisdom says. And just really thinking about, are you inclined to think negatively? Are you afraid to be honest about what you want? First with yourself and then others, right? And just monitoring your expectations. When I started to be more honest with myself first about no longer rehearsing these mantras and just these different things that I heard in church growing up or heard in church even as an adult that didn't feel right for me, they didn't fit. It started to shift my expectations for the better. And it's why I, in a season of expecting expansion, I expect acceleration. I expect next level favor. Like I literally expect it all. I expect healthy love. I expect to pick up my grandkids one day and be able to play with them and roll around with them at 65 years old because I'm still taking care of myself and honoring my temple. Like there's just a lot of things that I expect, right? And if I expect those things, then it would dictate how I live my life today. If I expect to see those things in the future, then I should expect that those things should be on my calendar. <laughs> and that is the way that I should live my life, right? So that's the first one. The second point that I made at Confidence Activated was about giving yourself permission to plant yourself in spaces where people are having elevated conversations. Permission to plant yourself in spaces where people are having elevated conversations. We hear all the time that your network is your net worth, right? That your network, the people you surround yourself with, the people you have access to, the people you are in community with are going to determine your net worth, right? It'll determine your financial wealth. I believe it'll determine your net worth and not just financial terminology. I believe the people that you plant yourself around will determine how you treat your body. 
it will determine how you view personal development, right? How you view spiritual development. The people you surround yourself with will determine how you live every day, what you find as acceptable for your environment. It'll determine how you show up in your career, right? Because the words that the people around you use have such impact on how you see the world. When people are speaking disempowering language, what do you expect your experience to be like? When you allow that negative talk, when you allow um, whining and complaining and literally always looking at the glass as half empty, just people who don't believe in the abundance that you are trying to see and create for your life, people who don't believe that being mentally fit is clearly connected to your ability to produce and maintain financial wealth, right? And produce it and maintain it with no burden attached to it. Because we know people who have been extremely wealthy and they committed suicide, right? They had other things, their mental wellness and their mental health was was not really being prioritized. And they probably felt a lot of shame and guilt and embarrassment around being honest about that. When you are around people who cannot celebrate you, but also support you when you need it the most, what do you expect to, to actually happen to you? Because greatness is not created in isolation. In order for you to experience, I believe, all that God has for you in this lifetime, you are going to have to plant yourself in spaces where people can help elevate those ideas and those thoughts and hold space for you to expand and evolve into your next level of purpose. If I do not have a vision for my life, how the hell can I support your vision for your life? If I do not believe things are possible for me, how can I hold space that they are possible for you? If I've never touched six figures, how can I have elevated conversations with you about the mindset it takes to create that over and over and over again? How can I hold space for you to be someone who doesn't wanna just create six figures in 12 months, you want to be able to do it monthly like clockwork how can i hold space for you if that has not been my experience and if i'm not willing to expand and elevate to a place of having those conversations and some of you think that because you listen to podcasts you're in the space you're not planted in the space you're peeking into someone's space this is you're playing peekaboo right you are standing at the edge of the beach and thinking because some water came up on your toes a little bit that you've done something. You're not all the way in. You don't even let water come up to your knees. 
much less be submerged. So you can't expect to have wealth in any of these pillars and be really well in any of these pillars that you desire when you keep talking to people that don't desire more in the same way. You have got to put yourself in spaces where people are speaking the language of whatever it is you say you want, better finances, a better faith, better fitness routines, better spaces. You, you have to put yourself in spaces where this is normal. This is our everyday language so that it becomes your everyday language because now it raises your, your vibration, like it raises your energy and you have a certain level of just expectation that you walk with because you know it's possible. You're too close to people that are doing it. So of course it's possible. When I started podcasting, I had nothing. No fancy equipment, no cover art, no theme music. I just had this burning desire that I was supposed to use my purpose of helping people redefine wealth in the podcasting space. And so with some intentional planning, I launched what became the Redefining Wealth podcast in just three weeks. That was four years ago. And today, the Redefining Wealth podcast has over 9 million downloads. We've interviewed everyone from celebrities to entertainers to authors and thought leaders. We've been featured everywhere from Success Magazine to Cosmopolitan and even Good Morning America. Now, why do I share all that? Because I'm not special. The truth is, this started with leaning into my purpose and being willing to use my voice in a powerful way. And I bet that there's something that's calling you as well, something that you need to use your voice to amplify in the marketplace. So I wanna help you do that. If you're finally ready to use your voice and launch a podcast that aligns with your purpose, I wanna invite you to check out my intentional online training, Podcast with Purpose. You can find out more details at podcastwithpatrice.com. That's podcastwithpatrice.com. Your purpose deserves to be amplified and I wanna help you do that. If you're in a space where you have to keep trying to convince people that there is more and there is better, then your conversations aren't elevating. In a way you are enabling people. You're, in, you're enabling, let me say that differently. You're enabling small thinking to continue to be at the forefront of your life. If you have to keep trying to convince people that there is more and there is better, and there is another way, your conversations are not elevating. You are literally wasting energy on people, places, things, situations that are not ready to elevate. They are not ready for the next level conversation. They are not ready to see the possibility. And you think that by trying to drag everyone along, you're doing something noble. You are wasting time. You are wasting time. So when people say, you guys have heard me talk about Parkinson's law, the time that you give yourself is the time it's gonna take. Essentially, that's it, right? <laughs> the time you give a task, what needs to happen to make the task come to life, it'll expand to whatever time you give it. That's why some people in college could, you know, take a week to write a paper and get an A, and then some people would 
cram it and do it last minute. They only had two hours and they could still churn out something pretty decent. The time you give it is the time it's going to take. You both turn something in. This is why when I do results, not resolutions at the beginning of the year, and I do plan on doing it for 2023, we talk about how so many people give themselves all year to complete something that really could have been done in 90 days. It could have been a quarterly goal, but you gave it a, a you know, year long effort and then it took a year. And was that really necessary? And I think that in the same way, when you are sharing a lot of space with people who are negative or people who just don't desire more, they don't have a reference for more, they are literally programmed to expect less, you're going to allow it to take so much longer to achieve the wealth you say you want in every area of your life. Whereas if you were in a container where this is just what we do and it became habit for you, it became your pattern, It you were indoctrinated with something new, it was almost like DNA, <laughs> like you were shifting your DNA, you would see success sooner, quicker, faster. And one of the things that I really felt inspired by while I was at Confidence Activated and we were in the talk of giving ourselves permission I came back and I posted on my stories uh, on Instagram that one of the things I was giving myself permission to do was bring back my mastermind, Mastery and Momentum. And I am so excited about it. I'm so excited about it. I'm still praying over it. I'm still praying about it. But I guess I'm saying it out loud because it's public accountability. I truly want to create a space where men and women get that. It's not going to be just women. I really, really want to have some masculine energy that I think will bring the accountability up in the group. Um, and we have learned in the last year that our community has gone from 90% women, 10% men to 70% women, 30% men. And I think that there are so many men. I know that there are so many men out there who also really lean into the pillars and it's not a male female thing it's just a thing for people who want to think this way and who want to elevate their lives using this framework and so i want to create a space where people are not just peeking in because you listen to the podcast but where you're actually going to be planted and this is for people who are clear on what they're called to do but they may be fuzzy on the how because their life is just out of alignment in one of these pillars or all of these pillars. There is just something off where they're not fully giving themselves permission to be honest and to be authentic. And I know what it's like because you may feel like you are your most authentic, genuine self um, as I have for many years. Like I am here, I am doing the thing, I am all the way in. And then there's these sneaky little things there's these little choices that are eroding the bigger picture and we're not even aware of it, right? And we're playing these unsupportive uh, programming, this unsupportive programming over and over again, or we're allowing ourselves to be planted in spaces that don't serve us. And so we're playing smaller 
were the best thing that was ever in that space. So, hey, we made it. But really, our soul is like crying out that there's something more. We're out of alignment. So I want to guide men and women through the pillars and process for making decisions that honor who they are authentically without the titles, without the roles, without the labels that they put on or that were put on them for so long. And it'll be a container for transformative conversations around the pillars, but it will be curated by the community. So I'm very clear that in order to have these elevated conversations, it's not going to be fill, filled with a bunch of curriculum that does not serve where we are in that moment, right? It's not just another like, let's have a bunch of master mentor sessions and Zoom calls and it's not that. This is so much deeper. This is so much deeper. Um, and I'm still praying about it. So it's, I'm not trying to um, invite you right now. <laughs> um, well, let me take that back. Let me let me give myself permission. I am gonna invite you right now because who's to say you'll come back to the episode where I may talk more about it. I'm gonna invite you right now. If you are listening, if you are watching and what I just described sounds like something you would be interested in participating in, then do me a quick favor. I want you to email info at patricewashington.com. Info at patricewashington.com. And all you have to say is mastery and momentum waitlist. That's it. You don't have to give a long paragraph. You, it's not an application. If you just express interest, then I will make sure that you get an email when the application is ready to go. Um, and I will make sure that you get it before I talk about it again to the masses. How about that? Because it's going to be uh, limited, right? So it's not like it's a hundred person program. It's not a program. We'll be a tight knit community because I'm learning and growing from you. I know that this audience is brilliant. I got a chance to spend time with my clients from command the stage and purpose to platform while I was at uh, Confidence Activated. And I learned so much from this community. I know that it is full of brilliance. So I wanna make sure that we create a space that I'm leaning into as well. This is something we're doing together and this will be my highest touch program ever. So I said that to say, if it feels like what I'm describing is even in your wheelhouse, it's no commitment. It's just you sending an email so you get the application before other people do. Info at patricewashington.com. My team is going to kill me. That's okay. <laughs> and I'll probably have the application ready for you in November. Um, I'll be enrolling in December. And then we will start January and we'll spend the entire year of 2023 together. Um, mastering these pillars and just continuing to create momentum in our lives. So didn't expect to do that, but there we go. Okay. And here's the third thing. <laughs> the third point that I mentioned at Confidence Activated Permission to redefine wealth for yourself, which is essentially what we're going to be doing in the mastermind. But I want to invite everyone to start that process. You know, we're at the time of year where you should be already thinking about what you desire for 2023. And if you start to process what redefining wealth for yourself looks like now, then by the time January 1st, 2023 rolls around, 
you are really just going into a flow, right? You are so much further along than someone who on January 1st is like, hmm, what am I going to do this year? You have time to think about it, to meditate on it, to pray about it, to journal, and to allow your soul to emerge with this is where we're going. This is what we desire. You have time if you start right now, right? Because redefining wealth for yourself is not just about how much do you make. It's about how do you want to live your life as you're making it? It's not about just how much do you want to make? It's like, who do you want to become in the process? We always want all the glory, but we don't want to go through all the things that it takes to be someone who can sustain that. Right? We don't think about how do I want to live my life? Yes, I want the six figures, but do I want to not sleep at night? I want the seven figures, but does that have to come at the expense of not spending any time with my family? Does that have to come at the expense of me not being able to enjoy a love life, enjoy a hobby, enjoy taking care of my grandchildren, being a part of their lives, whatever that is for you. So as you give yourself permission to redefine wealth for yourself, I also want you to think about the number that you feel you need to create annually in order to truly live how you desire to live. Because one thing about it, or one thing that I see, I should say, is so many people chasing these arbitrary numbers. I wanna make $100,000 a year. I wanna make 250, I wanna make 500,000, I wanna make a million, I wanna make 5 million. And it's not even the number that they actually need or desire in order to live how they want to live. So when you redefine wealth for yourself, right? Let's take the fifth pillar. When you redefine wealth for yourself and you look at the fifth pillar and you factor in, well, for me to be as close to a 10 as possible in my mental and physical wellness, what does that include? I'll go down the list for you of what it includes for me and what I had to accept <laughs> about who I am, right? So I'm going to say this with conviction and I know some of y'all are going to judge and I don't even care. I'm going to tell you, this is, this is what matters to me because there's other pillars that matter to y'all that I don't care about in that same way in terms of all the things that it takes to maintain it, right? But in the fit pillar, to be mentally well and be a 10 for me, it requires that I'm in therapy as maintenance regularly. I don't only experience therapy when I'm in crisis. I speak to my therapist every other week. And if I have a need to ramp it up because I'm in a difficult season, I do that, right? So how much is my therapy monthly? I need to factor that in. I also have a life coach. I have someone that literally supports me through creating and checking in with my governing decisions to make sure that I'm living my life with more margin as I say I desire. Um, and she supports me professionally and personally, right? And that is a high five-figure investment for me annually. So I need to factor that in to my number. I have a trainer on and off. Sometimes I meet with him in person. A lot of times he just uploads stuff to my um, app that we share. 
and gives me feedback and recommendations and all of that stuff, but I have to pay for access to that. I pay for access to my local gym. And I thought about leaving my gym for various reasons. And then I went to go visit a couple other gyms in the area. And honestly, you know, the bathrooms weren't as tidy. They didn't have a sauna, which I like to use for recovery sometimes. Like there were all these elements and I was like, let me just stay at my high price gym. That's why the price is high. Okay, so let me just keep that. I had to be honest with myself about that. You like bougie gyms. It's okay. Like just own it. I have a chef that comes to my house once a week and she meal preps all my veggies for the week. Sometimes protein, but mostly veggies. Um, and my protein is fish. I don't eat um, chicken, poultry, beef, any of those other things. But so she'll meal prep that stuff so I have it ready to go because it's important to me that I can eat between my meetings and have a good lunch. And I wanna eat food that supports all the working out I'm doing or what am I doing? <laughs> because you can't out eat a bad diet as my friend Brandy Harvey taught me. There's that. I also get facials every four to six weeks or so. Um, what else do I do that I consider fit pillar? Every other week I get colonics. I'll let you look that up. <laughs> when I talk about that on the stories, I always have interesting comments. I'll let you, or, or DMs, I'll let you look that up. Um, I go to the chiropractor. You guys heard from my chiropractor, Dr. Lisa. Um, I think she was last season. I do go to the chiropractor bi-weekly. Um, and then besides like, you know, basic nails and stuff like that. But look at everything that I listed. I know that it's a lot and I am so clear that it's a privilege. And I will tell you that before it was all of this, I didn't get to do as much of these things bi-weekly or, or that regularly, but I would incorporate them because as I talk about and redefine wealth for yourself, I believe in living in your aspirational reality. So before I could do some of this stuff, weekly or bi-weekly, I would do it once every few months, but it was more about training my mind to understand that this is what I deserve. And then I ramped it up. But because I was more well, like mentally and physically, I do really believe that that contributed to the financial wealth that I, that I built, the monetary stuff, so that it could become more of my reality. See, a lot of us are waiting to have all the money before we treat ourselves the way we really desire to treat ourselves. Like we'll get, we'll pay all the bills and do everything else and literally put ourselves on the back burner. And I just chose to do it the other way where I may not be able to do all this stuff all the time, but I'm gonna do what I can so that my brain, my soul, my heart, my body can start to believe and accept that this is what we deserve. And this is how we want to feel. And this is how we want to live our lives. Right? So considering that, when I know all those things to be true, and when I look at each pillar, because I have a list of what are now requirements for how I live my life in the people pillar, and in the space pillar, and in the faith pillar, right? I also tithe. I am still a tither. Everything that comes in to seek wisdom, find wealth, I tithe. So if I know that 10% is going to go right to the ministries and the organizations of my choice, 
then I have to factor that in. So do you understand that that is how we come up with our number? It is not arbitrarily going, I just want to make this number. Permission to redefine wealth for yourself is about allowing yourself to be clear about how you want to live and what makes sense for you to be well in each of those pillars. What is it going to cost? Monetarily and also energetically in order to do that. Let's be honest. There's no judgment. And I know that there are people who judge, oh, it don't take all that shit. Mm-mm-mm-mm. You don't get to say what it takes for me to live how I want to live. Who are you to determine that? I used to be ashamed to share with people that I had a housekeeper or that I had these things. And we've talked about this before in that episode, Pay for Peace, where I was like, I had to let go of other people's thoughts, ideas, perceptions about what I have going on in my house. Because if it's going to help me live in the environment and the space that I want to live in so that I can be most productive and do what I'm called to do, which is record this podcast (laughs) and do media and write books and coach and do all those things, then that's what it is. Why should I be ashamed of that? And so when I know what this looks like in every pillar of my life, then I can set a number. And the number has meaning to me. It's not some number that I'm chasing because my neighbor is doing X, Y, Z. Do you see how much more authentically you can live when you are clear and when you are willing to give yourself permission to live this way and to do these things? It is next level. And I really hope that you will Start to give yourself more permission to be wealthy. I hope that this episode encourages you to give yourself permission to stop rehearsing unsupported programming. I hope that you give yourself permission to plant yourself in spaces where people are having the elevated conversations that are going to create new ways of being, new ways of thinking, expansion and acceleration in your life. And I hope that you will give yourself permission to truly redefine wealth for yourself so that you know the number that drives you. It's personal to you. I remember when the number was $40,000 a year. I remember writing it over and over again in my journals. God, if I could just do this thing that I feel so called to do and just create $40,000 a year. Oh my gosh. Coming off my brother's couch. This is after having a seven figure business and being so low that I was scraping up changing on welfare. And at the time, all I wanted was $40,000 a year. And sometimes I still pinch myself almost like the gratitude that I have to be in a space where that happens in days or in a week, I don't take that for granted. But I have to be honest about why that is. It's because I live this way. It is literally because I live by these pillars and all of the things that I implement. I don't think that I'm special. I genuinely don't. Do I know that I've had privileges and advantages? Yes. I mean, I was born in America. (laughs) 
right? Um, I got to go to college. I, I was not homeless as a child, you know? I wasn't in foster care. I didn't have like all of these things. Yes, I had like uh, some verbal abuse and I had some a bit of mental abuse there and I've definitely dealt with different types of hidden abuse in my life. But I understand I have a lot of a lot of privileges and I don't take that for granted. I don't dismiss that at all. But there's a part of me that still feels like no matter where you are, if you just took a look at these pillars in every quarter or every week or every month, you just leaned in and checked in with yourself and said, what is the unsupportive programming I have around this thing like why i can't be the one to live this way or have this thing or experience this and start to deconstruct it and dismantle it i'm really really grateful for the awareness and i hope that at the minimum you will show or have gratitude for the awareness i just want you to live your life with an awareness of the pillars I promise you things will change. I hear it from people every day. I get emails, I get DMs. I was just tagged by a couple who did like a retreat together and they built out their 2023 goals by the pillars and it just made my whole heart smile. Cause I really, really believe in the power of all of this. So I hope that you enjoyed this solo episode I hope that it's a blessing to you. I have more solo episodes in my belly. <laughs> they are coming over the next few weeks. And um, again, if you're interested in mastery and momentum and you just want more information when I get to a place where I feel like I've I've prayed and I've processed and I have everything together, um, you can send an email info at patricewashington.com and just say mastery and momentum waitlist. And in November, you'll hear from me. Um, I just feel like I have to say this again. I don't know what this season holds, but I know who holds me. And I don't know what this season holds for you, but I believe that there is a greater power that holds you and that your awareness of these pillars will just help you to continue to tap into that and be more authentic with who you are truly called to be. Because the more we live out of alignment, the harder it becomes to experience the wealth that we desire. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast. It really, really helps so much. If you're brand new, make sure that you subscribe and join me in social media at Seek Wisdom PCW is my Instagram handle. Tag me, tag me, tag me. Tell me what you thought about this episode. I love chatting with you in the comments and the DMs. And yes, it's really me. <laughs> and that's it for now. Until next time, I want you to go live your life's purpose, find fulfillment, and earn more without ever chasing money. I'll talk to you later.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.